0: 20 p.m. in the east, streaming live on pride48.com. It's time for the mix. My name is Daniel Brewer. I don't do this show alone. No, no, I do it with my perplexed co-host,
1: Mr. Adam Burns. Adam, why you look so perplexed? Well, I just don't understand it. Why would it, why would it put the voice effect on a different channel than my actual voice? I'm talking about my mixer here because apparently my ah. lovely God voice last week... Was not heard in the recording?
0: Uh, I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Um, I I feel like this is a topic we can talk about in the post-show.
1: Oh, uh, and how would people uh, hear the post-show, Daniel?
0: Well, they would have to be a part of our behind-the-scenes club that's called Level 13, Adam. And, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're part of it, you can listen to our after show that we do every week. You can listen to, uh, uh, other little audio bits that we occasionally post on the level 13 feed. Uh, sometimes even a three way with Auntie Scott.
1: Uh, we have a bunch of, you
0: know, we should do more things. When we were on our cruise, we did daily cruise updates on the level 13. Are we going to do that in November?
1: I mean, I, I think you're going to make me. Yeah, I am. I,
0: uh, so in November, yeah, we're going gonna to get daily cruise updates when we're on the Stadtendam. Uh Yeah. All kind of things. Did Maybe, you say I'm
1: fine? Thank you for asking. I did.
0: Maybe okay. even updates from my very first 5K run in St. Petersburg. Uh, anyway, it's, it's not important. The thing is, it's a really cool thing that joined. Okay, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Updates from your 5K run. Is it going to be like this? <sighs> Is that going to be the the whole update? Like, you know, just a two minute recording of that. A, it would take a lot longer than two minutes to run a 5K.
0: B, uh, I, I I wouldn't try to do it while I was running the race. I'm just saying it's a festival and it's like, uh, you know, so I might do some uh, some TikTok style video stuff there. Oh, OK. And the point is, if you want to join Level 13, a really cool behind-the-scenes club, uh, it's totally free. All you have to do is send us an email, contact at mixedmindspodcast.com, and say, hey, I want to join Level 13, and we will hook you up. There you go. That's that's all I wanted to say. Adam, uh, you, you know, I listen to your daily award-winning podcast, The Geeky Gay, and uh, you told Gary Bearden quite forcefully that you were not going to talk about Mark's naturalization because you were saving it for tonight to talk about on Mix Minus. That made me very happy because, you know, I was not invited to uh, the the ceremony. (laughs) And so it makes me very happy to uh, be able to to hear the update, Adam. Tell me all about it. Uh, Also, did you borrow your dad's jacket? Cause that jacket was—it came down to the middle of your face. Oh like my you, god! You, I cannot.
1: <clears throat> I cannot find. First of all, I'm a big fat heifer, and I—I've got to get back on some sort of diet. Second of all, I have never been able to find a suit jacket that properly fit me and didn't look like I was wearing. Either they're too tight, and I can't button them, mm-hmm. or they're, if they button, they swallow me up. I don't understand how my body is built so differently the, than other people. But you were at Men's Warehouse with Mark for him to get his suit. We didn't go to Men's Warehouse when we went to Express and JCPenney. They don't do tailoring.
0: Oh, well, then that's all you have to... Literally, just go to Men's Warehouse and say, like, I need a jacket. No jacket fits me right. Can you help me? They will take some measurements, they'll go find you jackets that you like and then when you find the one you like, they'll actually tailor it directly to you and it's it's awesome. I highly recommend it.
1: You know, I did that at Men's Warehouse one time and I it they did it and it didn't it still didn't fit like I liked it. You can take so it back I, then. Well. Anyway, I I didn't get it that tailored and I don't like jackets. I don't like the way they look on me. They always look better on other people uh and uh yeah. Oh,
0: I'm being, so what we were talking about in the beginning of the show is that last week's episode, you were imitating the voice of God. And apparently in the, the actual published podcast, that track was missing. Now this is just an eyewitness report from Seder because I, I haven't listened to last week's episode. It's in my queue on my uh, podcatcher, but I haven't actually gotten to it yet. So I haven't heard it other than the spots that i edited so
1: i'm uh yeah he's like that that god bit was the best bit of the episode too bad i couldn't hear adam or something like that
0: anyway (laughs) uh but our our executive producer is telling me that uh you know our arch nemesis she's not doing so well or are they still called? i think they're just called not well now i stopped listening because it it really did become not well anyway the the point is uh I guess
1: they're doing something with the with the voice controller thing. Well, I mean, it's not like they have the market on voice effects, you know. No,
0: I I get that, but I'm just saying that uh, you know I don't. I don't. Lots of people
1: do voice effects, and I just got this new mixer that has voice effects built in. Of course, I have to try them out. I just, I just
0: don't feel we should try to imitate. Well, not not well,
1: Daniel. We've been around for much longer than they have, and nothing that we have done is new. So I don't feel like you know anyone could say that we're copying them. We've they were like babies when we started podcasting. Are they still so, they still put their thing on YouTube. I don't know. I'm I never listened. Asking, I'm
0: asking our executive producer Adam. Oh. That's why I put well, my let's hand, wait for seven that's seconds. Why I, that's why I put my hand <laughs> up to my ear when I asked that question. Uh, let's see. Not well podcast. I'm I'm on YouTube here. Let me just check real quick. Uh, not well podcast. Let's see. Here they are. Yeah, they put one up uh, two days ago. Oh, they they've
1: they're apparently moving into green screening now. Oh, lovely. I'm a big fan of green screening. Or maybe that, that. Or
0: maybe that's just their thumbnails.
1: Yeah, it's just their thumbnails. OK, OK, so they're they're
0: they're cutting themselves out of, you know, the, the Adobe sensei.
1: You Will know, we'll remove your background. AI
0: has gotten really good lately. Like when I make yeah. the thumbnails for us, like I take stills of our videos and I can isolate both Zach and I just with a click, and it's and then put that on a different background.
1: Do you do do you do special thumbnail faces like? We, or you know, I know this is an audio podcast. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah, totally yeah, No,
0: I know what you're saying. And and we did. We've recently started because YouTube has downgraded the. Uh, and we don't do that. We we don't do, we don't do exaggerated. (laughs) We did try one as a joke, but the, um, so YouTube no longer, uh, prioritizes subscriptions. Like, I don't know if you've noticed that even if you subscribe to a YouTube channel, it doesn't mean it's going to ever show up on your front page. When you go, you have to go buried down somewhere in the YouTube screen find where your subscriptions are. And then you can look at the subscription feed, right? Cause YouTube realized that, Hey, you're not very good at knowing what you want to watch. We are. So uh, the more you watch, the more money wakes. So we're just going to, we're going to show you. So the point is, is that when YouTube thinks someone wants to watch our video, that's the only thing they have to go off of is that thumbnail. So it's got to be something that makes them go, Oh wait, what is this? I want to see what this is. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, we, we've started to get slightly more uh, descriptive with our thumbnails, like, you know, frowning if what we're about to say is bad or, you know, laughing or whatever. You know, it's kind of more, we're not going over the top, but we are, that's, that's what you have to do, baby. That's how, that's how yeah. you know, we have those thousands of uh, viewers on yeah. our YouTube channels. That's how we got there, babe. By paying attention. But none of this has to do with Mark's naturalization. Gary Bearden. No, we went, we went a Bearden really got, long way yeah, out, out of Bearden the way He Gary has gotten so upset about us not talking about Mark's inauguration. That he left. He went and got a Baptist beer. And now he's back uh, in the room. Uh, so, yeah, he wants to hear about it, Adam. So, tell me all about Mark's
1: naturalization Sir: All right. So, Mark was naturalized on Monday. Yep. End of story. Okay, so moving right along. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to bring him some. I just want to drag this out as long as I can. I'm going to (laughs) bring him some natural light uh, when we come. That'll be the beer I
0: bring this year when I arrive at the Um, house.
1: So, yeah, we got up up super early and uh, we got dressed. We went to, we drove to the museum. And apparently most of the, uh, at least pre-COVID and during COVID, all of the Naturalization ceremonies in our area were just in this USCIS building. Yeah, and so everybody we talked to that it's already gone through this before they're like, "Oh my gosh, it sounds so fancy!" Like, what's it, like wait, we what's didn't it called? Do... What's it called again? U.S. Uh, museum? No, oh, USCIS. USCIS Taunty Town. USCIS. It, just yeah. so,
0: it sounds like a procedural on NBC.
1: Yeah, US. Yeah, USCIS L A. Um, and so anyway. We had our he had his I guess it wasn't ours because I'm already a citizen in the museum. So we got there. One of his friends pulled up. He was going to he did not know if if there was going to be an audience allowed. Yeah. So I went with him because I was just I said, well, if they won't let me in, I'll sit in the car or whatever, you know, but I'll go with you. Mm -hmm. But uh, he told his friend, Avi. he said, I'll just text you. When I get there, and I'll ask someone if we're allowed to have you know have visitors or guests or whatever. Oh, so she was invited. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I think she just you know assumed. I think she just unlike
0: us, she was invited. Okay,
1: got it. Well, he actually said um, something about someone else not being invited. He didn't know why they were asking something, but Mm -hmm. anyway. So she shows up. Yes, he she didn't wait on him to text. She just showed. She said, "You know what? I'm just going to go in if they don't if they, you know, if they She lives close to the museum anyway." Yeah. So, uh anyway, so we we go in and they didn't give us any problems. They didn't have any signage or anything like that to say whether an audience was allowed or not, but there were chairs set up specifically for the folks being naturalized, and then there were probably that many chairs again. Yeah. For just anybody. Yeah. So I assume, well, I was like, well, they must be allowing an audience because they have extra chairs. And uh, so we go through this makeshift security. Uh, they just brought those wands. Yeah. And, and they, okay. This was kind of stupid. So they had, I know it's not stupid, but it feels really stupid. I, because normally you go through that doorway thing. Right. Which is just a bunch of wands stapled together. and It's just a bunch of wands together, but you go through a doorway or you go in that thing where you have to hold your arms up and, you know, it spins around you or whatever. Yeah. The thing that people were concerned about, people seeing them naked, basically, you know. So anyway, they brought these wands, but they brought the tubs for you to put your personal items in. Yeah. So we had to put our personal items in a tub and put it on a table next to us as they waved wands. They're waving wands around you, like there's no need for you to put your cell phone in a tub. Like that makes no sense. <laughs> like what did they wait, can see what did the your cell go? phone in did, your hand? Did the tub just on a through? table right
0: next to us? So you could have had a gun in your purse and you just set it over on the table and you don't have any metal. Absolutely, on you.
1: yeah, yeah, uh, yes, you could. Wow. I mean, it's always that way. Like if you go to museums or whatever. Like when we were in Europe, they will let you put your bag next to the thing. I mean, and then you walk through the thing and the difference is in airports, they scan your bags. But in like museums and things like that, they don't. You just set it over to the side.
0: It's not like museums are historically violent places. It's not like you hear a lot of, uh, you know hijackings in a museum.
1: Well, in the U.S., they could be. I mean, schools are shooting zones now, so I mean, museums could be next. Uh, movie theaters. That's
0: right, Bob. I'm here concerts. on the scene at USCIS in Taunty Town. Of the, it has been a... Uh, hold on just a second. I have to close the window because there's a very loud noise coming from it. No, <laughs> I'm here on a st- what can only be conscribed as a standoff hostage situation. Uh, one Mr... Bob Smelding of Rogers, Arkansas, is threatening to throw a pint of uh, white paint on a priceless picture that is hanging on the wall. Uh, museums are uh, uh, employees are trying to talk him down. The Taunty Town Police Department is not here. They are drinking wine and uh, won't be there for several hours.
1: Yeah. So, anyway... We go in. They don't say anything. They wave us down. We Mark has they, they have set out flags and certificates of some sort. Not certificates. There something. was like a, a photo op and shit. They oh well there was a photo op. Yep, there was a photo op. But that was afterwards. But they had that set up. Um, the, you know, then Mark had to sit in a different place. They had numbered oh, seats, and they had a they assigned. had a hundred. They had a hundred people being nationalized which I was really surprised for Arkansas. I know. And but, then uh and it was 38 different countries. 38. And and that's not the only one in Arkansas, right? No, I mean there yeah. there would be other there has right. to be other locations. So 100
0: little, in your tiny little part of Arkansas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot. I mean I would say we're probably the second largest part of Arkansas, Little Rock being the largest. Okay because it's the capital. But anyway, so the the ceremony, I won't bore everyone, but it was a lovely ceremony. I've never been to a naturalization, so like several people got up and spoke. Was there was there a priest? There was a judge. Oh, a judge. So it so they are actual um they are actual sessions of court. They are recorded oh. sessions of court. So she comes up and says, um I'm opening the blah blah blah, you know, September 19th session of US Federal Court of blah blah blah. Oh wow. It's it's all uh it's all a yeah, court whatever you call it. Okay. So uh so the the judge speaks, somebody prays, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh somebody they <laughs> there was there were singers uh-huh that sang God bless America in 38 languages. The star-spangled banner. Yes. And what's the other patriotic song? My Country Tis of Thee? No. Oh, uh, Shenandoah? I don't know. No. Anyway, there were three songs. There were three songs, you know, It's tough to be a bill? No. Uh, <laughs> and so, and then, you know, when it got to time for them to actually be naturalized, it was like a, a graduation or something. So they all, they stood <inaudible> up kind of like a communion line you know at a church where you go to the front for communion and yeah. they, you stand up a row at a time well that's what they did they stood up a row at a time they went up they shook hands they you know whatever so we could get photos of them and all that kind of stuff and and uh, yeah that was the ceremony you know the president did not speak though this is not the presidential this is the, this is the graduate. Well actually the graduation song is pomp and circumstance which that is not. <sighs> but I mean it's a lovely song. It's a it's a it wasn't the no, battle no, no. either. No 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 let me let me
0: rescue this bit. Here we go Adam.
1: Yeah that's the that's the right. Yeah. Yes. Mark Vilealva. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know. And uh, he goes up and shakes hands and gets his certificate. Takes a and, selfie because
0: um, he's now an American and he has to take a bunch of selfies
1: at inappropriate he didn't take times. A he didn't take a selfie, but um oh, he we were I was videoing him. He should
0: have like gone on, just pulled out his camera, done a selfie, and gone like Deuces bitches, you know, and just like and just look at me Well, I'm an American now. I can do that shit.
1: Well, I will say the ceremony makes you makes you kinda well up a little bit. It's a it's a touching ceremony. Yeah. And the people that speak are were people who had been naturalized like the head guy of the US Marshall Service is yeah. an immigrant. Oh. And he spoke and I think he's a head guy. I don't know. He's <laughs> with the US Marshall he's Service. Some
0: dude. Some marshal some, some
1: dude yeah. in the US Marshals. Yeah. There are only apparently around three thousand US Marshals in the entire US. I mean, so he could be the head. I'm not sure. So
0: uh, he's gave a got a lovely
1: one, speech. Got a one in three thousand chance. <laughs> About, you know, got a gave a lovely speech about how how great it was to be an American and comparing it to mm-hmm. where he grew up in Colombia and oh, Colombia, other places he had lived. And so, uh yeah, so we did that. And then after it was over, yes, they had a lovely reception set up with some pastries and coffee and stuff like that. Oh, and wow. there's this big. I don't remember what it said. We love USA or USA or love... I don't know. There was this big... Wasn't it like my country... I don't know. No, we there the was... people. It said we the people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh, we the people. Actually, the museum right now has... I don't know if it's related, but it has a, a, a exhibit all about democracy. And so that uh, may have been why so, they chose yeah, to have so it there. it wasn't there. for
0: them. But, they, they, um, but lucky
1: for Mark, he got to have a picture in front of him. They gave, they gave all the naturalized... Folks, tickets to see that exhibit for free. Wow! Um, And then the judge was taking photos with people, (laughs) so that's—I'm sure he posted it. There's a picture of him with the lady in a black robe. That was the judge. judge. Yeah, nice. And we went and had lunch at an Italian restaurant nearby, and then that was his—that was his naturalization. And I bought him a certificate holder, a naturalization certificate holder. So nice. So, uh, yeah. Let me ask you this one question.
0: Um, on your way back home after the ceremony, did you uh, swing by and return your dad's jacket to him? <laughs> you,
1: I think you've, co- I don't remember now if you talked about the jacket before we started the show or after. <laughs> oh, hi, it was before. So you, sorry, you may have said it twice, but I suit jackets, swallow me up, Daniel, no matter how big I am. They don't fit me.
0: All right. Well, speaking of uh things that I might have said twice, let me just tell you, Adam, I know that people are just dying to hear about my latest update on my How many
1: seconds are you going on my now? running
0: <laughs> that I'm doing? Because I'm running, and for those of you who may have come in late, I'm running my very first organized race ever, ever, uh, in two weeks. October sixth. Uh I think it's sixth. Uh Could be the ninth. Let's see. October 9th. Yeah, like I said, October 9th, I'm going to be uh, running my very, very first organized race. See, St. Pete Pride 5K. Uh, I'm going to be running it over in St. Pete. I'm going to have to get there really early in the morning and uh, I'm looking forward to it. So I've been training. Let me tell you something, Adam. This this week has been a tough one. This is week four of my training and it, it started out all right. Uh, you know, uh, on Monday I did a walk and I was, I was, everything was good on Tuesday. So what I do is I, I, I run three days a week. I walk the other days. Um, because I've been walking every day for a long time. Anyway, uh, I r- ran on Tuesday and as I'm running on Tuesday, my knee, my right knee starts to bother me. It's not, oh, no. it's not oh, like, no. so not like a stabbing pain or anything, but it's more like, a oh, that's, you know, that's. That knee is, is not feeling good. Uh, and then I got home Tuesday and I had to, uh, you know, it started hurting more later, you know, and I like massaged it and, you know, did some stretching and everything. And it was better and whatnot, but it was still sore. And then I went out walking on Wednesday and about halfway through my walk, my knee starts hurting. And of course I can't just stop walking cause I'm as far away as from my house as I am going to get. Uh, So I go back on, you know, I walk back on Wednesday and it was still hurting me Wednesday night and I decided on Thursday that I wouldn't run. Thursday was my run day. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to push my run day to Friday and I'm just not going to do anything on Thursday. I'm just going to give my knee a day to recover. Um, I felt like such a dirty person on Thursday. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, I felt like I had like, You felt uh, guilty? Yeah, like, I felt guilty. Oh, I, didn't, no. I didn't walk. I didn't, uh, you know, I'm going to gain 30 pounds now because I, I missed a day of walking. And uh, I was very, because that was the first time, first day that I hadn't walked in probably two months. Right. So I'm like, I just felt really weird about doing it. Uh, so this morning I was, super excited to do my run this morning and my, my knee felt all right. And so I did the run today, this morning and uh, now my knee is starting to bother me a little bit, not as much as it was the other day, but it's like, yeah. uh, so now I have to decide whether I walk tomorrow or whether I just do something easier, like mow the lawn or something just cause mow the lawn. If, if my yeah. knee does hurt, I can just walk right inside,
1: right? I don't, I, I,
0: well, it's not far.
1: Look, I don't want to bring bad things up. Mark doesn't like me to say negative things because he thinks I'm like causing them to happen or something. But I hope that's not a a sign that you're, you know, your knees were not meant for running. Basically, you know, because uh, my knees were not made for running. Yeah. And that's why I don't run. So. So. um, Oh, no, it's fine.
0: It's fine. I'm going to run on Sunday. It's going to be fine. I just have to decide whether I'm going to walk
1: tomorrow, whether I'm going to mow. The, I'll probably just mow the yard tomorrow. You know, Daniel, yeah. these boots were made for running.
0: But I, I know everyone's dying to know what my progress is at this point in time. And I, and I, I think last week we had talked about that I had run nine minutes out of the 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 40-something the minutes.
1: How many seconds at a time were you doing it? 25 seconds at a time or something you know, like that? You know,
0: don't be mean, Adam. Don't be no, mean. No, no, no. I'm asking. I'm not being mean. It was 50.
1: I, I was running 12
0: cycles of 50 seconds.
1: Oh, I thought for some reason I thought I remembered 25 seconds. Nope.
0: No, and I, but, and then I had like a, a two-minute 25 uh rest, like walk. So I walked for 225 and I ran for 50.
1: That's weird that they do it in, in uneven increments, uh, like three minutes and five seconds per cycle.
0: I'm doing 12 cycles. So every time that I increase my run by five seconds, that's a minute. Right. That's another full minute of running. So that's why I'm going. The, that's why the run. No, but what I, you said I'm you run minutes.
1: for 55. Right. I'm setting, I, I was resting for 225. And you walk for 225. That's that's an uneven number right. of minutes. I, think
0: about it for a second. I'm controlling every time that I walk, every time that I run, I'm changing those numbers. Right? I'm making those numbers harder. So. The reason is 120, uh, 2.25 between each run because it used to be two thirty and I you know I added five seconds to the running and took five seconds away from the the recovery. At, oh, I thought
1: that app did that for you or something.
0: Well, it does once you set it, but I I'm okay. setting it. So no, it's not that fancy of an app. It doesn't like so anyway, remember you were, your
1: history or whatever. It just doesn't you were something. nine minutes.
0: So I had so, before uh, previously I had run for nine minutes out of my. Uh, a lot of time I had gotten down to 44 and a half minutes duration of my 3.2 miles, which meant that I had a pace per mile of 13.91, Adam, 13.91. So, uh, on Sunday though, after the show, you know, Sunday, last Sunday, I bumped everything up, Adam, and I ran 10 minutes. So I'm now currently both, uh, Sunday and Tuesday and Friday today, I've been running for 10 minutes. I've been running 55 seconds and I've decreased my recovery slash walking time to two minutes and 15 seconds. So, uh... <laughs> not, not so much the rim shot as the uh, applause there. For
1: so ahead, Adam I, I don't, I wanted like a drum roll or something, but I, I don't have one of those. And then I did the most. Adam- oh, wait, is not well also doing sound effects on their show yeah, right now as well. Like, uh, Yeah, they probably God. are.
0: You probably shouldn't do that. But uh, not only Adam, but I did the most Adam Burn things that I could ever have thought
1: of doing. Do you realize you just took the S from my last name and added it to the end I know. of the.
0: I did the most. I was hoping you would notice. I did the most Adam Burns thing ever. See, I could edit that. I could fix that in editing. Um, I went and bought a gadget because I, it wasn't I, my Fitbit that I've had for the last year has been good, but it doesn't have a GPS in it. And it annoys me that I don't get those cute little maps when I go out and run.
1: So uh I know I that- feel like to do an Adam Burns thing though, you need to buy a gadget that's completely useless that you didn't need at all.
0: Yes. Whereas
1: I feel like a Fitbit, I mean, you do use the Fitbit, right? So So
0: but Fitbit just announced their new line like the sense two that's coming out later but you know what that that, i did the most adam burns thing that i could think of but i did it in the most daniel brewer way possible because with the sense two coming out that means that the price for the original sense dropped so i bought an original sense (laughs) instead of waiting for the sense two uh because i don't really care for any of the features that are on it so but here's the thing it looks like a fucking
1: Oh yeah, it does. It like looks a, like an like a Apple yeah. Apple Watch. Yeah. And it's
0: like and I don't want people to think that I'm have an Apple Watch.
1: <laughs> um yeah, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I don't want I I don't want a smartwatch because of all things, I think we've talked about this. Yep. I don't want a sensor telling me what my heart rate is and that I'm about to die of a stroke or, you know, anything like that and they do not make smart watches without sensors and i don't want to put a piece of duct tape on the back of a watch
0: i i think what i'm going to do because uh i've I've been wearing it today and i'm going to wear it for a few more days before i decide what i'm going to do i think i'm going to only wear it when i run i think it's just going to be one of those things like i put on my running shorts i put on my shirt and I then because i don't need it for the rest of the day why does it matter
1: if people think it's a apple watch
0: no it's not that it's the fact that it's it It's the sense is does way more things than my old Fitbit did. Right. So it pairs with a phone. I could take a phone call on it and it gives me my text messages. And and it's like, I don't want things on my wrist buzzing me during the day. I I want it to shut the fuck up. Or telling you it's time to stand up. Yeah. yeah, Oh, I turned that shit off. (laughs) But uh, then I'm just like going, you know what? I really don't need it other than when I'm, I'm just training. Right. So I just, I just want it as a training tool. So I may just add it to, you know, I have to put on my running shoes. I have to put on my running shorts and my running shirt It's like, I might as well just, and then I'll put on my watch. This part of my, you can get
1: one of those. Oh, I guess you don't need one with a watch. Now I was going to say my stepdad used to wear this band across his chest. Oh yeah. It's a heart. Across his chest. Yeah. It's more accurate. Uh, to, to measure his heart rate when he was jogging or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So there you go, Adam, I am, uh, all, all, uh, uh, uh training up. I'm, 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 I don't think I'm going to make, you know, I don't really have a goal for this, this first 5k. The real goal for this first 5k is just to, to see what it's like to participate in an organized race, right? If I can, yeah. if I can complete it in under 45 minutes, then I will be happy. Um, so that is what I'm aiming for. I'm trying to, complete it in less than 45 minutes, which by the way, is not fast at all. That's, that's, uh, you know, I walk a 5k, you know, in 53 minutes. So if I'm running for nine minutes, that should take care of that. Right. And then I can do it in 44 minutes, which in fact, I have been running at about 44 minutes per, per 5k. So right. uh, I'm, that's my goal. And as long as I do that. And um, I'm sticking to it. Then I'm going to be happy because, you know, the next 5K, the one that I actually have to run the entire 5K comes up in December. So in December, there's... Oh, you
1: mean, you didn't tell me this. Now you have two races <sighs> before the actual race? No, Adam, that would be ridiculous. I have, Is your goal to squeeze in as many of them as you can it before? It would be absolutely ridiculous for me to have two races before the
0: Disney race, Adam. I have three races before the oh, Disney race.
1: The so, last time we talked you did not have three. I think you've signed up for at least one other one since I talked to you so last. So there
0: is a a local winery here called Keelan Kerr Winery whatever. And they have a wine run, a 5K. And my sister is available that weekend. So that will be the first 5K that we run together because we're running the Disney 10K together. So that will be our first 5K together. She is a runner. I am not. So I'm trying to get my goal is to get to the point in December where I can actually run the 5K. I can keep up with my sister and just run the entire race, uh, run the 5K. So that's my goal for December. And then in February, we're doing an 8K because, uh, in, and that's in the, the, the Gasparilla 8K. So, yeah, it makes sense, right? We're trying to build up to being able to, because my goal is to be able to run that 10K, right? Not walk, run, but run the 10K. So, I want so to. So, when you
1: make it to the finish line, are you going to cry? I am.
0: Are you going to be okay. there? Are you going to be there to to laugh? Yeah, you know
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh, but I'll I'll have a um, a hanky, you know, something something for you to wipe your eyes. See. I'll be sweating, will it'll just you won't know that I'm crying because I'll be
0: sweating so much, Adam.
1: Oh, but, I'll uh,
0: know. No, I'm going to. Uh, that's my goal. And so I, I've signed up for three races before the Disney. And uh, okay, that's out. That's out well, out. Uh, you, you know. <laughs> Secret this is the contact segment of the show this is where we play your voicemails and read your emails Adam do we have any emails this week uh no okay great uh let's just see if we can play some voice Adam do we have any voicemails this week
1: uh no
0: okay Wow. That's probably
1: the shortest contact segment
0: that we've ever had.
1: Well, it has to be, has to be,
0: uh, you know what? This isn't contact, but it was something that, that made me happy. Uh, one of our listeners, I'm a librarian wrote over in the level 13 discord that she just wanted to say that she enjoyed the stream and the show. And it's nice to end the week. Uh, uh, it's nice. It's nice. End of week escape.
1: So Thank well, you. Thank you. I'm a librarian. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm <laughs> a librarian. I'm glad to provide this service. It is an escape for me too, as of to how to speak English.
0: Uh, I may, you know, I'm enjoying this running thing. So I'll just see how I like the organized race part of it. So if I if I'm good with the organized race of it part of it, then I think I'm going to uh, sign up for that wine and dine before I even run the 5K. All right, Adam. Uh, you know we used to have this great little bit on our show. Uh, where uh, we did some, uh, what was it we called it? Alive or dead, I think is what we called
1: it, right? You mean the thing you stole from uh, Little Fatty case? I resent that. that, Uh, uh...
0: I feel bad, but I know that uh, you like to talk about Whataburger, and uh, today I read a news story about Whataburger, and I was just like, oh, and that led me to their website and everything. And I was like, I've learned so many things about Whataburger here, Adam. I just wanted to quiz you. About your knowledge I, of Waterburger, and fortunate for us, we have production elements for this and everything. So, uh... oh, that's right, Adam. This is what you know about what a burger. See, see, see what I got there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
1: I see what you I know. See.
0: What you know, Adam? I hear actually. What you know, Adam. Uh, there are almost nine hundred
1: Whataburgers
0: in the United States. Uh, okay. I need you to tell me what state has the most Waterburgers in it.
1: Oh, that would have to be Texas.
0: Texas, absolutely correct, Adam. Yeah. How many are of the nine hundred uh, burgers are in Texas?
1: Oh, I have no clue. Uh, let's just say eight hundred and fifty. So. so. So the other 50 are just
0: somewhere somewhere else.
1: You said how many are in Texas, right? Yeah. No. Well, they're S- not all in Texas because no, we not. have some here. I know.
0: They're, they, the 716 are in te- Texas. Okay. Do you know what the next highest state uh, of... Uh, and I'll give you a hint. Oh. I'll give you a hint. It has 40 of them. The next highest state has 40 Whataburgers in it. What state is that, Adam?
1: Oh, gosh. I I think I'm going to get this wrong. But I'll say... Alabama? Oh, Alabama only has 25
0: uh, locations. Uh... Florida, Adam. Florida. Oh, Florida. Florida. Oh, Florida. Has Florida. 40. The weird. You know what? I'm surprised you've never been to a What? What a I'm going to tell you why right now. They're all in the Panhandle. None of them are anywhere near me. They are all like in the north part of the state. Like, uh, like there are five in Jacksonville. There are eight of them in Pensacola, and five of them in Tallahassee. This, are, this all extreme north parts of the state. So, you no, know, none of them there. All right, uh, let's see. I'm going to uh, find out some more information here about uh, Waterburger. It's all right.
1: And... Uh, I haven't really done that well so far. No, no, you haven't. I think I, only one out of three or four. But who would know the exact number, though, of of locations in a particular area, no matter how big of a fan you are? Yeah. Like, that's not something that anybody is going... I bet the CEO of... Whataburger herself or himself. Herself. <laughs> yeah, well, it may be the lady. I, there was, there's a lady, a Mrs. Whataburger. Let's see,
0: well, I'm on their website. Let's see if there's an about us.
1: Uh, Jean something or other. Jean or, uh, Shaheen. Uh, let's see. Let me find out. About us. Our history. I think it's the son. I think it's now like the son or something. But there is a, there's a wife that ran it for a long time. Uh... <laughs> Wow, Kathy Marshall's being
0: brutal in the chat room there. Uh, let's, Let's see, 1960s, 70s, 2010s, 2020s, Adam. Whataburger is on a roll. It is the 70th anniversary year. Curbside pickup and delivery options launched. The company's first food truck was unveiled. Did you know that? Did you know that Whataburger now has a food truck? And our first, no, I did not. Our first new large unit prototype opened. I'm assuming that's the one with the double wide doors, so that they, the really big customers can come in and, and get there. Next year, we awarded more than 90 million in bonuses to our family members.
1: Uh, it doesn't say who their CEO is. So, okay. But the, did you the, have more questions, or was that?
0: Yes, I did. I have one more question, Adam. Uh, the news story that I read today said that a second location of waterburger was opening in what state
1: the second location second, second location in
0: statewide
1: in what state ohio
0: oh adam
1: colorado. no no no
0: in fact it was colorado adam colorado is oh is colorado the okay one. so there you go adam that's what you know that's what you know
1: Nothing. I know. I know. So I have a little bit of an update, but it's it's just a tiny update. Uh-huh. What's that? I, I went back and I, and I know everyone wants me to record it, but I feel like it'd be so stressful. What if they see the microphone? Like it's <laughs> just anyway. So uh, I didn't go in. I decided, OK, I'm going to go through the drive through. I was by uh-huh. myself Right. And, uh, and I'm always worried that they're going to get the order wrong in the drive through. That's why I either do curbside or I go in. Right. But I went through the drive through. Yes. It seemed to me as if he got the order right. The guy called it back to me. Yes. It took a little while to get it in his head. I had to repeat some things a couple of times, yeah. but when he called it back, it was right. So I get up there, I wait. They hand it out to me, and as she's handing out to me, she said, Oh, you had the number eight with cheese, uh right. sub ketchup, add mayo, add bacon, plain, and then you had the double with cheese. She, then she said the double with cheese, uh-huh. plain, sub dry. With no plain d- dry. Oh, like right? yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I did say plain, but I've never heard them say dry in my life. Okay. Like I've never heard Whataburger yeah, say right. dry. Never. So I wasn't sure. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, that's it. I have a double. He has a number eight, blah, blah, blah. I get home, Daniel, and they have given me two pieces of bread with two pieces of meat between them. Yeah. No cheese, no ketchup, no mustard, no, no anything, no moisture whatsoever on the burger. (laughs) I mean, I just open up the thing and it falls apart because there's nothing to hold it together. It's Uh two dry patties. So I had to go to the fridge and get my own mustard, my own ketchup, oh my, my own pickles, gosh, like my own cheese. and then I I got cheese and I put it in the microwave so the cheese would be a little bit melted. Was the lettuce crisp that you had? At I home? don't. Oh, I never. I never order lettuce. Oh, that's right because it's not crispy. No, no, no. I don't want it to be crispy. But I don't. I don't care for le- uh, restaurant lettuce. Okay. Fa- specifically, fast food lettuce. Right. It tastes like chlorine. Fast food. Lettuce tastes like chlorine. Uh Uh-huh. Or the bags. So usually it's pre-shredded and they put it in these, uh, like, Ziploc bags to freeze it. And when I worked at Subway, that's the way we got our lettuce. Not everybody does that, actually. Wendy's, I'm fine with their lettuce because they actually get whole heads of lettuce in at the restaurant. And every morning they cut them up into palm size pieces and pull them apart. Yeah, because you sort They do not shred it. Yeah. But a lot of them have that shredded lettuce. And to me, it either tastes like the plastic bag that it sits in or the, the like thing. chlorinated water. It's not a good flavor. Taco Bell's lettuce, bleh. If Wendy's
0: horrible. does that with their burger, you know, they don't cook it until you get there. And they don't, uh, you know, they handpick the lettuce and everything. Why are there, true.
1: Why are their burgers so shitty? I like I like Wendy's burgers. I don't think I've had a good Wendy's burger since 1990. I It's probably my second favorite. Well, no, I wouldn't go that far, but I like Wendy's. I, I enjoy a Wendy's burger.
0: Yeah. Also, they switched their fries about a decade ago,
1: and I, I oh, they switched them again this year. They've they've done some crispier formula. I don't like the
0: the ones they like
1: the home fry ones. I didn't like. Those. Oh yeah, with the skin on yeah, it. I like what yeah, yeah, I didn't like that you're talking about. Yeah. So if there's a McDonald's near, they've switched them again. Well, Wendy's has switched them again. I don't think it has skin anymore.
0: They have a crispier fry now.
1: uh, There, (laughs) you don't eat fries anyway because you're always on this paleo diet. So no, we have one cheat day a week, which is Saturday. So I can eat fries tomorrow.
0: News game. It's the news game. It's the News Game What questions will he ask? It is the Mix Minus News Game This is the segment of the show where Adam will read me five questions from the New York Times News Quiz and I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words will uh, answer those questions These are multiple choice questions I will try to do it without uh, asking for the multiple choices but I am always free to ask for them with no penalty after the five questions, there will be a bonus round where Adam will read me questions off of a Trivial Pursuit card, and I uh, will try to answer those for bonus points. So, all right, Adam, what is our first uh, news quiz question today? Oh, you've switched camera angles. You've switched camera angles on me. Uh, is this uh, is this a, 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 a what a foreshadowing of, of, of the questions?
1: No, I I read from here. Oh,
0: okay. All right. So, so I'm, it's a different I'm monitor. Not even
1: recording video tonight. So. I know, but I, it's just for you.
0: Okay, just for me.
1: I don't even know what I look like because I don't have a I don't have a monitor above this camera. I only have one. Right. You know, that's another purchase I should make. You should. Another monitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can see myself when I'm looking here. Exactly. That is um, what you okay. need. Okay. President Vladimir Putin. Yes. Of Russia, or however you, however you say it, um, accelerated his war effort in Ukraine, ordering roughly 300,000 more people into active duty, mainly from which group? Um, Reservists. Uh, Let me, I don't know what, I don't know what you would classify as a reservist from this list. I mean, I think I do, but I'm just going to read you the list. Okay. So former members of the military... Yes. Male university students, male and female public employees, mercenaries from Syria and Belarus, or police officers.
0: Well, uh, only one had to do with military, right? So, so uh, yes, so that one. Former
1: members of the military. That one. Uh, what
0: was that? I heard a click, click. Sorry, you, <laughs> you had to go along. You switch camera angles, and now I, said, I can just see that you have to like turn back to the other one to go find the uh, the ding. <laughs>
1: I do. This is always the way I do it, but I usually rest my hand over there. Okay. Okay. Um, Fiona, the first major hurricane of Atlantic season, of the Atlantic season, made landfall this week where? Oh, shit. Oh, this is a select all that apply. (laughs) So your options are the Dominican Republic, North Carolina, Puerto Rico, Saskatchewan, and Texas.
0: It hit the Caribbean and I find it, hard to believe that if it hit dominican that it wouldn't have hit puerto rico so i i would just the caribbean it didn't hit the u.s so not north carolina not saskatchewan not uh what's the other thing
1: so you're saying the dominican republic and puerto rico yes uh saskatchewan and texas north carolina yeah, didn't, saskatchewan didn't come and into texas. the
0: gulf which would be texas and saskatchewan uh,
1: is, is, is inland canada i think that is correct Fiona hit Puerto Rico on Sunday, dumping about 30 inches of rain in some places and knocking out power to the island. It then struck the Dominican Republic before strengthening into a Category 4 storm. Here's the worst thing about this hurricane
0: season. The best named hurricane ever is given to some tropical storm that's just spinning around out in the middle of the Gulf. It's just pirouetting out in the middle. Gaston, Adam. They had... Gaston? Gas- Gaston was the next name no on the list. Yes, one... Blows like Gaston. No one shows like No one like twists like Gaston. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Go ahead, Adam. What's the next question?
1: The subject of which prominent podcast was released this week after 23 years in prison.
0: The not well podcast. Uh no, it's uh (laughs) wait. I don't I was as soon as I heard podcast. Sorry. Is it the big fatty podcast? Um what what what, I heard podcast and I was setting myself up as a
1: joke, so I really wasn't paying attention to the question. What was the question again? The subject of which prominent, that's the key word there, Daniel, prominent podcast was released this week after 23 years in prison. It's the podcast that you want. The only podcast that I
0: know of that has anything to do with like true crime stuff is Serial because I've never actually listened to a true crime other than that goofy one that I listened to, which was actually quite good.
1: That is correct. It is serial. I believe I watched a show on Netflix that was a documentary, and I think it's the same person who was, I don't know. I could be wrong about was that. The but that it was the Joe Rogan show an option on the multiple choice for that question? No. Dirty John, Dr. Death, Lisk, Long Island Serial Killer, My Favorite Murder, or Serial? See,
0: the only one on that list that I'd ever heard of is Serial. So <laughs> still, even given the list, I still would have picked Serial. So.
1: All right. New York's attorney general sued John... Donald. New York's J. attorney general sued Donald Trump and three of his children this week, yes. accusing them of what? Oh, of of cooking their books,
0: like overinflating their uh, their their values, and then uh, basically, I think Trump's penthouse is not only listed as thirty thousand square feet, even though it's nowhere near that size, but it's says that it has a value of three hundred and twenty-nine million, which no penthouse anywhere in New York has anything close to that ever. So uh
1: you're I don't know which again I'm just gonna read these okay, choices. Breaking the COVID choices. rules at a campaign rally no, in Buffalo, no, nothing to do with COVID. claiming bankruptcy to avoid nope. paying hotel workers, nope. funneling charitable donations into political campaigns, nope. overvaluing the Trump organization's assets by billions, or ding, 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 violating ding, ding, ding. zoning laws by expanding Trump Tower. So you're saying overvaluing, overvaluing, overinflating. That is correct. The, The attorney general said that the Trump organization had fraudulently exaggerated its assets and had then provided the false information to lenders and insurers to obtain beneficial financial terms. Was that number four? That was number four, Adam.
0: This is going to be the final question. By the way, okay. by, by the way, uh, I just noticed on Twitter that Kathy Bacon had messaged us a long time ago. We'll talk about it after the news quiz.
1: But go ahead, go ahead. Go the ahead. Justice Department has yes. charged forty eight people with stealing two hundred and forty million from an organization that said it was doing what?
0: Um, for the price of a cup of coffee, you can feed this child.
1: That's correct. Sweet. That is a uh, five out of five uh, oh, wow. for that uh, I quiz. I think by those
0: rules, I don't even need to play the, uh, well, the why, bonus
1: game. Well, you know what? Why don't we go ahead and do it just for fun? Just
0: for shits and giggles. We didn't have any
1: contacts. So, right. uh, let's put 60
0: seconds up on the big board. The game begins in three, two, one.
1: What's the main mode of transport for the nomads who make up half of Somalia's population? Camel. Who began his radio shows with Good Evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, and All the Ships at Sea, Let's Go to Press?
0: Oh, oh, I know this. Edward R. Murrow?
1: Walter Winchell. Ah. What country other than Germany invaded Poland in September 1939? All of them. The Soviet Union. What's the largest and densest of the four rocky planets?
0: Largest and densest of the rocky planets,
1: uh, Mars? Earth. <laughs> what war saw the US army develop a smellometer to detect body odor of the enemy? Two. The Vietnam War. Shit. What cocktail shares its name with the title of an 1817 novel novel by Sir Walter Scott? No idea. No idea. A Rob Roy.
0: Oh, a Rob Roy. I never knew that's where that was from. That's, that's wait. This is not the news game.
1: <laughs> was it? Yes, this is. Yeah, this was the news It game. is. <laughs> where did I park my bike? Shut up.
0: I don't. I, I don't. Don't try to confuse me, Sonny. It's like uh, it's not nice for you to do. But there you go, Adam. I you know I, I got what two. I got no the camels. zero. No, I got camel.
1: Oh, you got so you got one.
0: I got one, but I you know I already had a perfect score on the actual quiz, so that's uh, you know that makes it uh, you know six points out of five, which is an A plus. Uh, each and every week, Adam, our executive producer, Cyclone tirelessly researches hundreds and thousands of events across history. To bring to us the juiciest nuggets of things that have happened on this day, the day that we were recording, September 23rd, of some other year, Adam. These are things that happened throughout history on September 23rd. You, you get the bit, right? You understand the premise. Uh, I've got it. Got I it. have got it. Yeah. Also, Cyclone uh, usually gives us a, a pleasant little... Greeting when he sends his email, you know, it's like, well, today is gonna be great, and you're gonna love this tonight. It was just his his email packet this week was very terse. I'm guessing he. Oh, yeah, he's like, yeah, look at this. That was 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 like, uh, was he
1: on set today? Is he? You know, I wonder if Cyclone is in the new Criminal Minds. Ooh, the new season of Criminal Minds that they're doing on Paramount Plus only, like playing a dead body, you know, in the morgue or something. I I go in, you know. There's a, there's a dead cyclone laying behind them as they, you know, measure the bullet. You trying to get prints. him to quit? Is that what you're trying to do?
0: Anyway, uh, Adam, happy National Apple Cider Vinegar Day.
1: You know, apple cider vinegar is useful. We're out of rice vinegar at the moment. Yeah. And when I make adobo, I use our apple cider vinegar. So, well, there you go. It's also national. No,
0: excuse me. It's also bisexuality day.
1: Oh, i thought you were gonna say uh apple cider vinegar is bisexual that's what, I, that's
0: what i was gonna say uh is celebrate bisexuality day teaches us that every person is deserving of love and respect no matter how different they might seem from us it's a day that teaches us acceptance
1: oh my god it is national great american pot pie day why are you changing the subject so uh, abruptly I thought you were done. Did you have more to say about bisexuality? Do you know
0: anything about bisexuals, Adam? Do you know these
1: five interesting- They like both men and women, Daniel.
0: Adam, here's five facts about bisexuality that will blow your mind. Okay. Bisexuals dominate the LGBT community. There are over 9 million LGBT people in the U.S. and more than half identify as bisexual. Oh, Wow. Most bisexuals, this is the second fact that will blow your mind, most bisexuals... But how many of those
1: are ones that just haven't admitted they're gay yet?
0: Most bisexuals haven't the, come out to their colleagues. 49% of bisexual people say that they haven't come out to any of their coworkers.
1: I believe that. I believe that. They are more
0: susceptible to pr- police brutality. Bisexuals are three times more likely to experience police violence.
1: Okay, uh, that that surprises me. I feel Actually, like this list was
0: written by a bisexual. <laughs> bisexual are the sexiest and nicest members of the LGBT community. It's like, hey, who wrote this list? Uh, let's see. Uh, number five. you yeah, I'll just skip to number five because four was boring. But uh, they have the poorest health. Bisexual people have high rates of poor physical and mental health in relation to their sexual
1: orientation. Oh. Huh. More than straight so, men? Wow. So, Daniel, can we talk about pot pies? Wait,
0: all right, sure. Let's
1: talk about pot pies. Uh, It's also... Now, I love pot pie. You I'm too? a big fan. Like edibles? Like... No. Pot pie. No. Just, ugh. No. Just, uh, you know, a, a crust... I mean, it, a nice crisp crust. Also, I like pot brownies, Daniel, but like, what kind of pie a, is it? Is a pot it, uh, pie? A pot pie has to have a bottom crust and a top crust. If it, if they try to cheap you out and only have a top crust, uh uh-uh. uh, it needs to be fully encased by crust. Fully encased. What is it? Okay, it's uh, it's like a pie. <laughs> But it's made out of pot. Yes, it's an edible. I keep bringing no, this up. No, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's because they probably, when they invented it, it was uh, made in a pot, possibly. But it's it's like a it's a fully like a fully enclosed pie that's got crust on the bottom and the top. But instead of you know custard or chocolate pudding or apples or whatever you would put in a in that kind of pie, it's this creamy uh if it's chicken it's like a chicken gravy with peas and corn and carrots and all that kind of stuff in it and then if it's beef it'll be more of a like a beefy gravy with beef and the same vegetables pretty much but yeah it's like a pastry with a meat filling
0: do you know that they've also been called throughout the years art art artacrees sea pies meat pies and even coffins
1: Uh, No, but I did know that in the Roman Empire, they would sometimes make pot pies with a living bird that would burst through the pie shell, then cut and fly out. 23 blackbirds baked in a pie, right? Isn't that 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 whole
0: thing? Uh, (laughs) Adam,
1: (laughs) I feel like, did you watch Game of Thrones, by the way, this week? I think so. I think I'm caught up. Yeah, it's the, they, it was the
0: last performance of the child actors before we timed. Yeah,
1: it. and they were they were having they had a, a shotgun wedding because you know what the happened. The last thing and, we saw,
0: the king like fell over dead.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, we just he fell over. We don't no, he it. wasn't dead. But uh, anyway, they they had birds on the that they were eating at that feast. Yep. That I could swear still had the feathers and everything in it. It just like a dead, looked like a dead bird on their plate.
0: 1962. On this day, the uh, NBC TV series Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color aired the Golden Horseshoe Review. The program features the 10,000th show of Disneyland's famous stage show. There used to there used to be a stage show at Disneyland and Walt Disney World called the Golden Horseshoe Review. Now, okay. In California- Was bil- it like a hee-haw? I don't know. I don't remember it. In California, it's actually called the Diamond Horseshoe. And in Florida, it's called the Hors- Golden Horseshoe. There's, there's two, the, the building that it's in. They're both, well, I don't know what happened to the Diamond Horseshoe, but I know that the Golden Horseshoe still exists in Liberty Square at Walt Disney World. It's a seasonal restaurant. So it's only open on the busiest of days. Uh, and it's just a counter service restaurant. Uh, But anyway, there you go. 10,000th show of it. Uh, Also in 2020, the ABC's Wonderful World of Disney returns to television. The beloved series makes its way back onto TV screens with the network broadcasting premiere of Marvel Studios' Guardians of the Galaxy. I did not know that.
1: I did not know the Wonderful World of Disney had returned. Is it still on or has it left again? I don't know. Because, is that the one where, you know, they would always have the logo with the flying fairy thing? It'd be ding. You
0: mean Tinkerbell?
1: Yes. flying fairy. Or whatever. And then, you know, they have a movie on a Sunday night. You you don't deserve to go to Disney. I mean, I know who Tinkerbell is, but... You
0: don't deserve to go to Disney when you're down here for my race. You're going (laughs) to... No, I'm gonna. You stay in the hotel. We'll just live stream it from the uh, from Disney.
1: Oh, can I just say, Better Call Saul is getting better, but it's still not better than Breaking Bad to me. No,
0: I don't. I've never said it was, but you know what, Adam? Uh, the best news on the planet comes from the Weekly World News and from the September twenty third, nineteen ninety seven edition. Uh, it's, it has right there on the cover. Meet the new Hillary. It's, it's Hillary Clinton crash, She's in a bikini Crash diet turns first lady into
1: a beauty See I never thought her face was that pretty And I don't think a diet would help that <laughs> I mean I never thought of her as overweight So I mean But uh, I, I thought it was her face that was a little homely looking You know Adam You know Although she looks good as an older lady Speaking of older
0: ladies, have you
1: thought about what's going to
0: happen to Sydney when she gets older? Uh, You know, she's not
1: going to look as young, Adam. She's not going to look like the the little puppy that you you love. Actually, you know what? Shih Tzus look like a puppy their entire life.
0: Adam, an enterprising veterinarian has the perfect solution for pet owners who have older dogs that are beginning to show their age. He's giving them canine facelifts.
1: That dog... Looks like Shane, not Shane, Rusty, Uh my uh, the last uh, cocker spaniel that my parents owned before he died. Well, he did he have a facelift? He did not. Controversial
0: surgery works,
1: but animal right groups are outraged. You did it again. You said animal right groups instead of animal rights groups. If
0: you if you scroll down one more page, you'll see the before and after. Which is just very clearly the same dog with wind being blown in his face and he's squinting yeah. his eyes, and then one with these bright-eyed. Just like, it's like, all and you did was a blow a hairdryer in his face. and
1: There's a guy holding a mirror so the dog can see the facelift. <laughs> the doctor or whatever, you know, they've just removed the bandages. You mean
0: the veterinarian? Yeah. They're, they're called gondoliers, and they're called veterinarians, Adam. They're, they're
1: not called the... The dog doctor guy. They're dog doctors. (laughs) Dr. Doolittle
0: was a veterinarian, Daniel. (laughs) There were uh, numerous number one movies at the box office on September 23rd of different years. I'm going to play you the theme song from one of them, Adam, and I need you to tell me what movie this is from. Listen carefully.
1: Very quiet. I'm going to say... 1982's Amityville number two, The Possession. Oh, oh. Adam, no. This okay, is. Okay, okay, I
0: got it. I got it. What? It's Sweet Home, Alabama. <laughs> <is> absolutely incorrect. <laughs> it's Resident Evil Extinction. Oh, that was my yeah, second choice. Because yeah, yeah. it sounds like horror y. Yeah, very horror, right? Very horror. Very horror. Horror. Horror.
1: Yeah.
0: It's hard to say. Like uh, We have a thing here Horror. in the theme parks called the uh, Halloween Horror Nights. And it always comes out like Halloween Horror Nights. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I've been to a few of those. <laughs> uh, I think that is where we're at. Where are we at? Oh, we're at birthdays, aren't we? Uh, we are.
1: Yes. yes, we are at birthdays. People have birthdays.
0: And we like to recognize that. So for those people that were born on September 23rd, we'd like to say a happy birthday. Especially you, Skylar Aston American actor and singer from Pitch Perfect. Also, Kip Perdue, an American actor from Remember the Titans. And Jason Alexander, Emmy and Tony, winning actor from Seinfeld. Uh, Bruce Springsteen turned 73. Uh and Julio Iglesias turned 79. Anybody you want to call out here, Adam?
1: Uh yeah. Trinidad James turned 35. Hassan Minhaj turned 37. Yeah. Ooh, Roxy uh, Andrews turned 41 and Anthony Mackey turned 44. So there you go. Uh Jermaine Dupree turned 50. George Wolf, I have no idea who he is, turned 68. Well, there you go.
0: I think George Wolf was an old actor. He like used to be in like disaster films. Uh, it doesn't matter. You know who was born and, and no longer with this. Ray Charles and Mickey Rooney both have September 23rd as their birthday. So from all of us here, to all of you there, happy birthday.
1: Okay. I just noticed that Skylar Austin or Aston picture. He's naked.
0: Skylar Aston picture.
1: I mean, he has a box covering. Oh, yeah. It's not naked, naked. Well, he is naked behind it. If you went
0: through that uh, x-ray machine at the airport, but not
1: not the museum. Well, they blur that out now, so you couldn't see it. All right.
0: Oh, it's you, baby. It's you. You've got the last topic.
1: So I... Uh, I, you know, I always have, I, I, first of all, I never go through with this stuff, but, uh, but you know, I'm always thinking, okay, this is going to be my million dollar idea. Like uh-huh. this is going to be yep. Yep. the thing, you know, I'm going to have a side hustle and it's going to become, I'm going to make so much money that I'm going to be able to quit my job. I'm going to have passive income just flowing in so I can do whatever I want. Flowing in. Yes. You know, it's I've never done a single thing. But for years, I my brain just just goes, goes is there. full with all these ideas. It's like The Honeymooners. I don't know if you remember on The Honeymooners that Ralph I'm far too Always young. had these he always had these hairbrain money-making schemes. I'm far too young to have ever watched The Honeymooners. And he would bring Norton in on his schemes. Norton you know, to rid and, them of uh, the viruses, right? This is Peter Norton. Uh,
0: I do know that name.
1: And uh, and then they they would uh, you know all kinds of all kinds of different schemes. They were so poor.
0: Okay, but what and does this was, have to do with
1: you? He would have all these money making schemes.
0: Oh, and so that's you, what it has to do with me. Ralph I have Cramston. all these
1: money. Yeah, I'm Ralph Cramden. Yes. And like, so you're, anyway, you're, all right. So I, I got
0: to know. So you the last side hustle that you were trying to do. <laughs> Had to
1: do with not 3D modeling or some shit? No, 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 no. I, no 3D modeling. I The latest one that I, I still did, I signed up for an Amazon affiliates account.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. And people, you're going to write some blog and articles. I'm going
1: to like, yeah. I'm going to figure out somewhere where I can put these Amazon links. I'm going to like do a, my favorite audio mixer, you know, or whatever. And then I'm going to ask all of you to use the link, even if you're not buying an audio mixer. Uh-huh. You use my link, and for twenty four hours after that, anything you buy on Amazon, wow, is giving me a little cheddar. <laughs> All right, so that was your last so, sidekick, yeah. But anyway, that's, no. That's I, so I was that's watching great. YouTube. I was just like, you know, as you're saying, YouTube is now recommending even more than it did before. Yeah. And I guess it knows that I always have these harebrained cockamamie, you know, ideas.
0: Yeah. Have
1: you ever thought what does cockamamie mean? Like, where did that come from? You. It is literally a Google search away. Do you want to know? Cockamamie. Cockamamie. Do you yeah, do you want to know? It came to my head and I, I, I think it means crazy, but like, where did it come from? Cockamamie? Let's
0: stop. Let's stop right here, Adam. Let's stop right here and let's talk about cockamamie. Uh, it means mixed up, ridiculous, and implausible. It's an American English slang word attested by a 1946 popularized. Uh, oh, it was popularized in nineteen sixty. So it was created in nineteen forty-six, popularized in nineteen sixty, but said to be New York City children's slang from the mid-20s. Perhaps
1: an o- alteration of Dilcomania. <laughs> Dilcomania? Were they speaking some other language back then?
0: What? Dilcomania. Uh, there is a 1945 recorded use of the word, apparently meaning a kind of temporary tattoo used by children.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, cockamamie ideas. So uh, they, so YouTube recommended these videos to me of this girl, this woman who used to be some big shot with some of these finance firms, like uh-huh. like I can't yeah. like the venture capitals yep. Yep. stuff. Yep, yep. And then she was on Fox Business and, like, all of these other... She's probably a Republican. I don't know. But anyway, she's now, like, a multimillionaire, and she owns all these businesses and stuff. And so her whole YouTube channel is about buying businesses. She was talking about buying... Have you ever seen those ice machines? It looks like a... Ha- the ice machine looks like a um, like a like an actual building. Seen them? Adam, I use them. And... And they have a they it's a vending machine. Yeah. So you just like swipe your card and okay. And they're usually in parking lots, yeah, right? Yeah, I use those, yeah. She was saying that that is a very good small business opportunity. You can buy a new one of those for about thirty thousand dollars and the company will finance it. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have to pay for the whole thing. You find a place to put it that has a heavy traffic and you can make up to like seventy five thousand dollars a year. Wow. Selling ice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she had an ad on her channel. That's still a little bit too much work for me. Like, I don't want to do a physical thing because I have to like physically drive over there and you know, oh, God, I have to go wash the ice machine they or something. The I don't money know, bins, out of whatever. Ice. And so, uh, you know, I want some passive, you know, whatever. So she had an ad on her channel for this site called Flippa. Flippa. .com. now apparently it's been around for 10 or 15 years like it's been around for a long time and I knew this exists I knew this existed Flippa Daniel I feel like you it's... can buy and sell yeah but it's been around websites and apps right but it's been around so... for
0: longer than 10 or 15 years because I remember the theme song it was it was a... god damn you found yeah we gotta call it quits now why are you not playing the theme song, you stupid <laughs> He's got to jump in the water. <laughs> there we go. Here we go, Adam. It's the, the it famous website Flippa. Flipper. Flipper.
1: I used to watch that. Yeah. I mean, it was reruns. Right, so what are you going to do with this, too, this flipper website? No. Okay. Uh, so they, instead of flipping properties, Daniel, like you go and you, you know, buy an old rundown house and you, you know. This been, is
0: basically URL squatting.
1: So you go and you find blogs and apps. Yeah. They have apps as well that people are selling. But the cool thing about these is they already have traffic. Yeah. So the thing about making money on a website or an app or whatever is you need that traffic. You need, you know, people coming in, seeing your thing, buying it or seeing the ads on your page or whatever. And these you can find really good deals on websites and apps that already have traffic. Yeah. And so what you can do is you can go and you can spruce them up. You can make the SEO better. You can switch out the themes, make them prettier, Mm -hmm. you know, fluff up the content a little bit. And then you can boost the revenue, a few of those, and you know you can quit your day job. Wow! So I'm just thinking, you know, maybe I should become an app flipper. Uh huh. You know, I have some coding skills. What What would be the uh, the app that you would want to flip? I mean, I don't know. I need. I still need to do research. Like grinder. <laughs> well, no, I mean it's not for sale. I don't think. But <laughs> these are. Anyway, because I've been thinking, well, and another option is buying rental properties. But there again, you know, I probably have to get out of the house and do something. Uh, Actually,
0: you know, the thing about uh, rental properties, because uh, I watch a lot of YouTube channels of like DIY stuff. And this one dude owns a bunch of rental properties. And he he talks about it quite often because he does the, the handyman stuff on it. Right. But he he bought the property. He fixed the property up. But then he doesn't deal with. The renters, any of that he hires, he like contracts out to a property management company that handles all of that. So all he does is he bought the property. Um, he hired, you know, fixed it up so that it was livable and up to code and everything like that. Cause he,
1: he, that's the part that's a lot of work and you
0: need to know stuff. Yeah. And then I don't, right. Exactly. And then, uh, even then you can hire people to help you with that, but And then what he does is he, then he turns it over once it's ready to be rented, he turns it over to a property management company and he owns like six or seven, you know, rental properties, but he never has to deal. Like when he shows up as a handyman to fix something on the property, like they have no idea that he actually owns the property or whatever. They only deal with the management
1: company. Actually. And we did that. What? So Maddie and I, when we first moved out of our house, we rented it out. And so we had a property management company for probably five years, but Uh, I, you know, I would do that. But the other thing is renting houses doesn't give you a lot of free cash flow. So I feel like I, I couldn't quit my job. Sure, I'd be building wealth because they're basically paying your mortgage for you. Yeah. And so the more of the houses you own, the more mortgages you're getting paid for you. And then, you know, at the end of 10, I don't know how long it takes to pay it off at the end of twenty years or whatever. However when I'm retirement you can, age. You can have a fifteen or a thirty year are the two most typical type of mortgages. And so, you know, and but you don't have cash flow because a lot of times the rent just pays the mortgage basically. So uh I need some cash flow. <laughs> need some cash flow. I need some cash flow. Well, you know what? If I, I mean, want to quit my job, my day job and just like You know, have some money passively rolling in. I got to have cash flow, not just value in the bank. That's right. Got to have that cash flow, baby. Got to have that cash. I mean,
0: you could not just let their rent pay the mortgage, but you could also pay towards it so that. But
1: here's. Yeah, I know. But here here is the last thing I'll say. Yes. See, I buy an app. There's already traffic. Mm -hmm. Then I put my affiliate links On the app. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. So, so then the traffic that's already coming to this app, because you know, now sees my affiliate links and they go buy people, Roadcaster Pro 2s, and I make some money off of every one of those purchases. People that download the Cockamimi app, they
0: are going to go back into the Cockamimi app to do whatever it did. And Instead, they're just going to have a bunch of products that they can buy. They're going to, they're going to love that. They're going to be like, they will. They will absolutely love it. I launched the cockamamie app because I wanted to like (laughs) draw a happy face on a cock. That was what the app does is it lets me take a picture of my dick and then I can draw a smiley face on it. You know, it's the cockamamie app. But, uh, no, instead though, I see that there's an Amazon, uh, affiliate link here where I could buy a, uh, a, a tub of resin well fuck that yes i want that resin yes Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely absolutely and and the ad covers the entire page so they can't do anything else anything else and the button to close it is so tiny it's like one pixel and you cannot find it they love it oh my god absolutely love it adam of all
0: your ideas i think this is this is a winner this is this is the this is the best best ever
1: Okay, I'm going to do it. Actually, I'm going to start putting my affiliate links all over the place. Uh, please click them. I need the support.
0: If you'd like to email us, you can do so. Our email address is contact at com. You can give us a call on the voicemail number, which many of you have forgotten. It's 707-61-DEATH. Or you can leave us a voicemail, Voicemail dot mix minus podcast dot com uh let me let me ask you this adam did you check the uh the 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 the, the, the trilio, trilio trilio uh like are there maybe some phone calls backed up that we just didn't get email notices about you know what it's not important ladies and gentlemen i what i didn't in, check it what is important is That's that <laughs> uh we won't be here next week no i'm camping next week so we will not be here next week oh uh so Yeah. See you in two weeks.
1: All right. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.